What's going on, guys? Austin here, and in this video, we are going to be taking a look at the post-week six, that means for week seven, extra points NFL power rankings. This might be my favorite video of the week because what it allows me to do is just absolutely trash some of the worst teams in the NFL and then gloat on some of the better teams that I said were going to do well. And then maybe, maybe, just maybe ignore some of the teams that I got wrong. So we're going to start off where we always do at the bottom of the barrel. You'll notice that that entire right side, the Steelers, the Jags, the Brown, the Bears, excuse me, and the Panthers, they haven't moved because they're all bad teams. I thought about maybe moving the Steelers up one because they got that win against Tampa Bay, but then that means I'd have to put them above Cleveland or I'd have to bump down the Titan or the excuse me, the Texans who are on a bye, and I just believe that both of those teams are better than the Steelers. The Jaguars, they just can't seem to get out of their own way. They have a lot of good pieces, and they have a great defense. They're just – they don't seem to know how to use it properly, putting it all together. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, he's not great. He's slightly improved, but he's still pretty bad, especially in turning the football over. The Bears and the Panthers, uh, they have very little good about them. The, the Bears, uh, they have Justin Fields and Roquan Smith and a few defensive pieces. And the Panthers have J.C. Horn, Jeremy Chin, Christian McCaffrey, and Charles Cross. That's Or no, uh, Akeem Aquano. Charles Cross went to Seattle. Excuse me. Cleveland, they have to drop four because, you know, I had them just barely in that below average uh, category. And they ended up dropping a deuce against the New England Patriots, who aren't a great team. The... Broncos, I got to drop them. Uh, just another pitiful performance from Russell Wilson. The Commanders, I know they beat the one of the worst teams in the league, but I had to put them up too because I couldn't put them up just one and drop down a team on a bye. So pop, pop, they go up. And then Texans on a bye, so we don't move them. Now, these are just the below average teams, right? Now, Seattle, they're slowly making headway. They're three and three, but, I mean, they're just really not a great team. They just kind of overachieve in some spots. The Colts, they had a pretty pretty good win against a team that, you know, it, we thought might have their number. Uh, the Cardinals, just a pathetic performance against the Seattle Seahawks. I believe the Cardinals are a better team, but so hard they have yet to show it. Raiders, they were on a bye, so we try not to move them. Same thing with the Titans over there. The Saints, they lost a very close game at home, one in which their defense should have been able to hold things together at the very end. The defense, which I thought was going to be their strength of their team, especially in that secondary, the pass rush, altogether has been pretty poor. Now they were missing a lot of players, uh, especially on offense. So if they can get those back, I wouldn't be surprised to see them popping back up. Uh, but the saints are stuck down there. The jets with an amazing win in green Bay against the Packers, a 17 point victory holding Aaron Rodgers to 10 points. Uh, there's not much you can say really. The only thing that's holding this team back is their quarterback play overall. Now I don't know if that's scheme. I don't know if that's, um, you know, just pure judgment, if it's volume, if they've just got the kid gloves on Zach Wilson or what it is. Uh, but their offensive volume from the passing game is so low that they're relying on their defense and their running game uh, in situational football, which can only work for so long, uh, you know, without needing a great performance from the quarterback. Speaking of great performances from quarterbacks, Marcus Mariota with the three touchdown performance to beat the San Francisco 49ers. Now, the Falcons were a team that people thought, you know, were going to be in contention for the worst team in the league, number one overall pick. But, I mean, you look at all the teams they're better than. I mean, they are – they're three and three, which puts them about average. 
Uh, and they're they're better than almost half the teams in the league. Not quite, uh, but they are certainly way better than we thought they would be. Now, these are my above-average teams. Uh, Lions haven't moved. They were off a bye. Now, I'm going to keep out hope for them. They have one of the best offenses in the NFL. They're averaging 28 points per game, even after getting completely shut out by the New England Patriots. That's hard to do. That puts them still top five. Tampa Bay drops down, too, because they lost to an awful team. The Dolphins, they have to drop three. I mean, they're, they're they're really banged up. I mean, missing their quarterback hurts, but I also didn't think they would be this good with their quarterback uh, coming into the season. I think those early weeks of them just being so dominant kind of fooled me, maybe fooled a little bit of everybody. But we know that the Patriots got a pretty good win, so they get to move up. A pretty dominating Bill Belichick-esque win. That's two wins in a row for them. I think that brings them back up to 500. Now, the Packers, you can't lose at home, and you can't lose at home to the New York Jets. Those are just two awful wins. So that that pulls them out from the eight spot down to 12. That had them in the cream of the crop category. I don't believe they are anymore. Uh, now they're going to have to make some serious headway. The Rams, I didn't want to have to move them up this much, but I really couldn't put them behind the Packers. Uh, so even though it was just a win against the Panthers, uh, I brought them up two spots over the Green Bay Packers. Now, the Giants, another great win. You know, they went on the road, beat Baltimore in a comeback win. Uh, no, maybe that one was at home. Uh, and they beat Baltimore in a comeback win regardless, which seems to be Baltimore's problem is not being able to hold leads at the end of games. But, I mean, when you've got Daniel Jones at quarterback, you don't expect to be able to win those games, but they did. Uh, you know, Saquon Barkley, he didn't even have a great game. Daniel Jones didn't have a great game. They, they won on the strength of their defense, the strength on forcing turnovers. And just situational football, as of right now, Brian Dable is the coach of the year, and he probably has been for about three weeks now, uh, clearly. So the Jets move up, or the Giants, excuse me, move up into that top 10 category. And the Bengals, they moved back into the top nine while they were at 10. Now they're back into the top nine. I didn't think they'd be a playoff team. They still really don't look like a playoff team. The Ravens especially don't look like a playoff team. This, this division might honestly belong to the Browns just as soon as uh, Deshaun Watson comes back. They've got a few question marks. They answered a few of them. Evidently, New Orleans is just worse than I thought. So uh, they don't really get a great bump from that win, especially because it was so close. And then here's the cream of the crop. You'll notice, again, two more NFC East teams, uh, which is shocking to me. That's three NFC East teams in the top ten. Uh, but let's start down with the Chargers. They dropped down one from a terrible performance against the Broncos. The reason they're dropping down is not only because they barely won, but also because they sustained some injuries um throughout the game and they're just they've been so banged up this year the 49ers they dropped down because they lost to a below average average falcons team uh, a team that you really need to win against those are the, those are the type of games that you just need to kind of mark on the calendar calendar saying that's a guaranteed dub and they just weren't able to do it baltimore ravens again i mean just blowing a game I, I want to believe that the Ravens are good, but every single every single day they just prove me wrong. Uh, you know, Lamar Jackson has had two consecutive bad games. Um, that's not like him. I don't expect him to keep that up. But the problem with Baltimore is that if Lamar has a bad game, they cannot win. It's impossible for uh, the Ravens to you know win football games while Lamar is you know performing below average. So as long as he's performing below average, I'm going to keep dropping. I put the Cowboys above them because the Cowboys have a good enough defense. Uh, that I believe they would be able to force enough turnovers on the Ravens. And uh, the Ravens' defense is so pitiful that Cooper Rush or Dak Prescott or whoever plays, if they played today, 
you know, I, I think the Cowboys would win seven out of 10 times. They're moving up. They had a pretty, I would say, a good performance, a good showing against the Eagles. I thought that if anything was going to happen, they would have gotten blown out. Um, but they didn't. Now they're getting Dak back. That's kind of where that boost comes from. Because, um, I mean, let's be real here. Cooper Rush had a pretty pretty terrible game. He had like 150 yards and three, three turnovers. Uh, and they were still like one possession away at the very end of the game from winning. Now we're moving into that top four spot. I don't know if anybody realizes, but the Vikings only have one loss on the entire season. Like nobody's really talking about the Vikings. Their only loss is to a team above them, the Philadelphia Eagles. They're beating every team that they should, whether it's, you know, blowouts, whether it's close wins by field goals, game winning touchdowns, whatever they are, they're winning games. Um, the only real question is, is, you know, are they going to be able to sustain defensive play? Uh, you know, they've had uh, decent players on defense throughout the years, you know, coming together just now Patrick Peterson's playing pretty well this season uh you know unfortunately they lost their safety uh out of Michigan no no, no out of Georgia Lewis seen uh but we'll see what they can do the Chiefs now the Chiefs have an underrated defense they're putting a lot of pieces together they have a lot of young players uh Trent McDuffie I don't really think he's played more than 10 snaps this season uh and then they have the kid out of Purdue I think um the defensive end, George Karloftis, they weren't, they're not my favorite pieces, but they, they do have some players in the secondary safety cornerbacks that are actually playing well above their level uh, that you'd normally expect. Uh, and the offensive line still has to come along. I mean, you know, these top three spots, they haven't moved in weeks. The Eagles, they are who we think they are. They are an undefeated team that's had an easy schedule. Um, you know, they have some flaws, you know, their second half scoring isn't that great, but what we do know about them is that they might have, they probably do have the best offensive and defensive line combination in the league. Something that's secretly underrated about the Eagles is that they're James Bradbury and, uh, Darius Slay, CB1, CB2 combination. Uh, they have the best cornerback tandem in the league. They're both, I believe, top five and lowest passer rating allowed. And they're also pretty high on the volume of targets. So, uh, you know, that's an underrated aspect. So they, they can match up really well with almost any team that they'd go to play, especially in the NFC playoffs, you know, the, with the with the duo of good wide receivers, you know, like the Rams or the 49ers or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or whoever they'd have to play. And then the number one spot, to no one's surprise, the Buffalo Bills, the Bills who, you know, they beat – the Chiefs, they beat the Ravens. Uh, you know, they're they're beating up on bad teams. They're barely winning against good teams. Uh, they only have one loss on the season. It was that crazy loss against Miami. Um, not much to say here. I mean, we know that they have the deepest front seven in the league. We know that they have one of the best secondaries in the league. That's just not really healthy. And it will get healthy, uh, you know, once Tredavious White comes in. You know, unfortunately, they lost uh, their safety I think it was Jordan Boyer for the whole season. I can't remember which one it was. But neither here nor there. The Buffalo Bills are the number one team. They deserve to be the number one team. They deserve to be Super Bowl favorites. And as of right now, they are the Super Bowl favorites. So let me know what you guys think. Where did your team fall? Do you think they should be higher or lower? Be sure to like and subscribe so you can stay up to date on all of our future content.